0: Welcome, everyone. So happy to have a pre tape show for you to listen to while I'm away. It is... The actual date of this pre tape show, I want you to know, is the 19th. I mean, that's the date I'm taping it. This is playing on March 30th, and this means, and I'm just letting you know this, this means that I will not have had my show on the 23rd as yet, which means this show, I can... If I got feedback about the show on the 23rd, it would not be a feedback that I would get yet. So in time, when I return and we're doing live shows again, I will give you any feedback I get in the meantime. But right now, I wanted to make sure there was something, and it won't be a very long show in the sense of some of the shows, but it's going to be meaty and I think really important. The... Topic today is shadow standing in the light. It sounds a little vague perhaps, but it is important for you to understand this concept. But before I begin, I want to give you the phone number doesn't work because it's pre-tape, but I want to give you my email address, Janet at higher self or Janet at Janet Either way, I'm going to get the email. Please send me requests for healing. Send me requests for uh, you know questions. You want to expand your understanding of something, or maybe suggestions of what a topic you'd like me to talk about. Remember, we are in superhero school. We are all going to be learning about various tools, techniques, concepts, viewpoints, ideas that we can be using to help ourselves. We are first going to be using all of this information on ourselves because, as the higher selves often say, if you want to save someone who's drowning, you have to know how to swim. So it's important that we first do it for ourselves. Then not only can we role model, but we will have the experience behind us, the understanding, the knowledge, to be even so much more helpful to others that we uh, are reaching out to be superheroes for. So, again, welcome everybody to Superhero School. And the Higher Selves are the source of the information that I'm giving you. And I hope that you will listen. And, if again, if you have any questions, let me know. Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. Or just utilize the information. It's important, as the higher self has explained, that we make the commitment to the self. It's one thing to listen and hear the information, but it is important also to use it, to make that commitment. Just like if we decide to go get in shape, and I use this analogy all the time, but we make the commitment. We're going to sign up. We're going to pay money down to go to the gym. We want to get in physical shape and paying the money helps motivate us to keep to that focus to keep motivated to stay in the on the track to bring ourselves into better physical health it's the same way for this kind of work let's motivate let's co- let's commit and all along the way these the things that I'll be bringing to you all are things that have helped me so immensely in my life it isn't even I can't even begin to tell you. It's helped tremendous amount of people make changes in their lives. So we're being superheroes for ourselves first. We get the benefit. It's not like we have to sacrifice ourselves in order to finally get to the place where we can help others. We aren't doing any sacrificing at all. In fact, we're honoring ourselves by making that self-commitment. We are bringing the focus of attention to what we can bring to the table, all that we carry, the gifts and talents, and so much more. And that's one of the things I'm going to get into today uh, through the, the topic of shadows standing in the light. Okay? okay, so let's just begin. What do I mean by shadows? Now, the higher self say that shadows are cast by anything that stands in the light, and prevents the light from fulfilling at its highest expansion. So in the evolutionary vibration, which is basically where we all are, where each soul moves and lives and has their beingness, there are many shadows that stand in the light of the soul and thereby prevent the soul from perceiving at the highest level its own purity, its own light, its own Ability, etc. etc. Now, that's a just a general thing. I'm going to be explaining all that. We all know, I'm pretty sure, that darkness can never put out the light, because no matter what the small, smallest bit of light there is, there's light. Darkness can't put that light out. But there are shadows within the light. And these shadows, again, can prevent an in- individual from expanding, from moving into its higher and higher <clears throat> levels of awareness and consciousness. So, but it doesn't mean, let me be clear, it doesn't mean we are going to be prevented for all time. It means simply that the shadows prevent us from moving as quickly and as easily as we would if we were attuned to the idea that these are only shadows and they can be removed they're not they don't have substance they might seem like they're subs have some substance, substance they might seem like they are impassable or unsurmountable or however you would perceive a shadow but in fact they can be removed so we're and so today we're working to attune ourselves to understand shadows a little better and to understand that yes we come very well equipped to handle the shadows in our lives okay let me give you some examples okay so shadows are anything that stands between us and the purity at the knowing level within us in other words stand between us and our and our knowing of the purity we carry the purity No matter what. Okay, we carry the purity and perfection of that pure soul essence. No matter what. But it stands, the shadow stands between our being aware and living out of that place of the purity and knowing of the purity. So it it is a shadow because it doesn't allow us to clearly see on the inner level or clearly perceive that higher, most perfect purest point of power that we carry okay now the shadows can come in a lot of guises and this 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 is important for you to understand a teacher whether it is a teacher from the incarnate level or the disincarnate level in other words whether it's a teacher here in body that we turn to or we're learning from or whether it's a teacher that comes to us uh, like a master teacher or guide or the higher selves any kind of teacher can can it can eventually become a shadow okay so what happens is we meet these teachers along our path as we unfold we meet the the teachers and the teachers are the light often in the moment of contact all right so we get drawn We resonate to the information, the ideas, the concepts that they bring to us, okay? Now, in in that case, these teachers are not shadows in the light. When can they become shadows? All right, this is important. They become shadows in the light if the individuals, any of us, all of us, we've all done this. It's not unusual. This is part of what what we've done, Um, when we lock in and make the teacher's power and authority more important than our own light, when we lock into that somebody else, something else is more important than, the, than our own light that we're carrying. Okay. Another type of shadow is truth. Now, how can truth, be a shadow, you're asking yourself, and you're thinking, haven't we always strived to understand the truth and live by the truth? Well, the the fact of the matter is, when we lock into a truth, any philosophy, any concept or idea, we give over the, the ability or the power to expand uh, past the where that truth is. Is at that moment in time, that truth becomes a boundary between where, between belief, where our belief happens to be right now, and the next level of expansion. Now to explain that a little more, I think I've explained. I do I, it fair amount, so probably some of you will have heard this. That truth, there is no the truth. Uh, often at first, Joan. Culpepper, who I learned from, told us that she used to think it was my truth, your truth, and the truth. And then at, when the higher self-information began to come through and she understood things from a different perspective, she, she and the higher selves started to explain that it is my truth, your truth, and the ever-expanding truth, because truth never stops expanding. There is no the truth. So when we have a belief system, wherever we believe, whatever truth we are focused on, have locked into, actually is the boundary, which is as far as we can expand. It limits us. It's a limited vibration, the higher selves would say. Okay? And those truths then, we give over the authority in our life to those truths instead of where the true authority is, which is within, okay? Now, another type of shadow uh, is to give over the power or the responsibility for our life to something outside of ourselves. So if we place anybody on a pedestal uh, or something on a pedestal uh, that, that we see as being higher than we are, then we're allowing what's on that pedestal to become a shadow in our own light. Okay? Shadows can be played out in the emotional realm, okay? Fears, for example, create shadows in the light. Any kind of emotionalizing takes our focus of attention off our light, off our pure soul essence and stands as a shadow, and therefore doesn't allow us to be fully expressive and expansive in our own true nature. Okay, so, for the, so it is important for each of us to recognize, become aware we have shadows, to recognize them. Why? Because we don't want shadows in our light anymore. It's to allow us to get rid of them, to dissolve them, to have them prevent us from truly recognizing and living out of the light that we are. So, it's hard. It's not easy. But it becomes something that more and more we will be paying attention to. I I bring these kind of concepts back in different ways over the course of of the shows, and will continue to do so over this next year. But it's important to become aware of the shadows that are standing in our light and the thing that's casting the shadows. It is us choosing to allow the thing, the person, the concept, the idea, the truth, to cast the shadows. Nobody is forcing us to do it. Nobody is Standing over us with a gun to our head, saying, You have to believe this truth. You have to accept this person as responsible, or this thing, or this God as responsible for you, responsible for saving you, and putting, you know, and and forcing us to put that, whatever it is, on a pedestal. There is nothing forcing us. We choose the shadows. Yes, we are choosing the shadows, and that's why we need to be aware that we're choosing them. They don't, this doesn't happen consciously, you guys. This doesn't happen because we're idiots. It doesn't happen because, uh, you know, that's what we want to have happen. That's not our intention. It's part of the human condition, part of the Automatic pilot system that we have spent so many eons of lives attaining, growing, enhancing, and becoming attached to, that are creating these shadows. It's us, so we're responsible for understanding what we have put in our lives that are shadows, and the and instead to pull our focus back into the pure soul essence and I'm going to get into this in, in a little bit. Um because where, where where the shadows that we're putting our focus of attention on are the things that are manifesting in our outer reality. Okay? So, for example, people that that we know that we love and we respect can become shadows. People that we don't love, don't respect, uh can also become shadows. Whenever we take the focus of attention off the purity of our own light, those people can become shadows. Now, the ones you love and care about become shadows simply because they are, if our focus of attention is on them and we are putting them ahead of ourselves in whatever way, we are making them the more important thing in our life Rather than the pure soul essence, we they are creating a shadow. Now, of course, we have little kids. We have to pay attention to them, and this is not a diatribe on you know becoming self-absorbed uh, individuals. It's not that, and I'm going to be explaining it a little bit. But whenever we see our outward focus of attention taking over and pulling. A, our outward focus of attention on something that is pulling away our focus on the inner light that we carry, those can be shadows. And of course, the people we don't care about, we don't like, we don't respect, they can be shadows too, uh, of, you know, because they are creating perhaps um, uh, deep emotions. They're triggering off things for that we hold inside that are taking our focus of attention away. Now, um, we can even become shadows in someone else's life, okay? I know that's hard to hear, but of course that's so. One is uh, main area where we can become a shadow in someone else's life is when we attempt to do something for the individual. For example, let's say we try to teach somebody something. But instead of teaching, we... Uh, we utilize that situation as a way to hold on, as a way to protect, as a way to become responsible for someone. The... In this way, we can be a shadow for others because we're pulling their focus of attention, not on purpose. This is not about purposeful intention. This is simply because we haven't been aware of this kind of concept, perhaps. We just have gone through so many lives where that's been our job, taking care of other people being responsible for others. And the boundary between being responsible when it's needed and necessary for children, disabled, elderly, etc., etc., the boundary gets very iffy uh, in life, often, and confused, and we can step over the boundary and become responsible for individuals that, or try to be, try to hold on, try to protect, try to uh, make decisions for them or force our viewpoints on them, whatever it may be, again, often with very good intentions or out of a sense of fear or whatever, the it's a shadow in their light. Now, where, and we're... A shadow, we're creating a shadow in our own light too, because guess what? We're now focusing outward. We're now taking away the focus of attention on our own inner light. It's a, it's a two way street here. So, bottom line, no matter what the situation, what the condition, what is the shadow, who is the shadow, we want to become aware that this shadow is taking away our full awareness of the purity and perfection of who we are. Okay? Now, this isn't to indicate, and I know it might sound this way, and you know me, but it just, it never is this way. This is not to indicate that anyone is doing anything wrong. This is about looking at an idea and a concept that the higher selves have given us that makes sense there's some logic here. It is an idea to mull around and think about and just you can't have choice about how you're going to perceive things you can't you're, you can't shift viewpoints and things unless you have other options so that's what this information is about to to bring you an understanding of shadows in the light uh, bring you an understanding that this is something that would be helpful for us to look at. Because when we have shadows in our light, it prevents us from seeing things clearly. It holds us back. Once we understand and become more and more aware of the shadows that we're carrying, that we are allowing in our life, we will, and i will I'm going to be explain, explaining this in just a bit, we will be able to rid ourselves of those shadows. Not rid ourselves of the people. It's not about that. We're going to rid ourselves of the place that person takes, or not takes, because that person isn't doing anything that we allow that person to take in our life. They're more, maybe it's an authority figure, they're more important. What they have to say is more important than my own inner knowledge, my own inner purity and wisdom, etc., etc. If if we become aware, then we can dissolve our attachment to making that person, that idea, that concept, that philosophy, that spiritual uh, belief system. The more we become aware of it, the more we can then create a situation, do the, the process, which I'm about to tell you, and it's so easy, uh, to clear away our attachments to the shadows that we allow in our lives. Because we allow them. Nobody, as I said, nobody forces them to be shadows in our lives. Remember, every event, every single thing is actually neutral. So if there's something in your life that you see, oh my gosh, that's creating a shadow, I've sort of hung my hat on that teacher for 15 years, and I've just locked into that philosophy, and I'm just giving a random example, I've locked into that philosophy, gee, could that be a shadow in my life? Yeah, it absolutely could be. It was brilliant, absolutely inspirational information and knowledge, and wisdom when you first met that teacher or that philosophy. But over time, if we've locked into something, it creates the shadow. So when we do the exercise, which I'm about to explain, we don't, it's not about saying that philosophy is bad. It's not about saying the person teaching the philosophy is bad. It's not about saying anything about the other. The, out, the external reality, it's about addressing that it is pulling us, we've allowed it to pull us over, off our own internal focus. I think you guys get what I'm saying. Sometimes I can repeat myself to the nth degree, and I do apologize for that, but it's so important that you understand this isn't about criticism of anything in your outer reality. The philosophy, the person, the anything, there is no criticism of any of that. There's no criticism of the self. Nobody is doing anything wrong. It's in our own evolutionary journey we have taken on misunderstandings, misconceptions, and have had a dearth of higher-level concepts that we now have on this planet, and I've explained that to you many times, that that bring in the expanded level of understanding of how different ways we can look at these things. So instead of attacking the shadow. Oh, that person's so terrible and so mean or so this or so that. Instead of attacking the shadow, we can understand the person has their own evolutionary issues and has gone through their own journey and they've triggered stuff in offer us that have created shadows in our own life. They keep us in a state of anxiety, maybe. They keep us in a state of fear. They keep us in a state of worry or shame or whatever it is. They're not doing it on purpose. They're triggering us, and so we uh, allow, we attach to those emotions, for example. We attach to those emotions. We attach them to the individual in our life but those are literally shadows. That individual is actually neutral. It's how we respond to that individual, an event, anything. So I'm kind of jumping around here, and I'm sorry about that, but um, I think you guys understand that even with a little asides, even a little jumping around, it is not about condemning anything in our outer reality, and it's certainly also not about condemning ourselves okay? What we're doing now, remember, guys, we're superheroes in training. We're trying to understand and connect more with who we truly are. So, if we can focus the attention, our attention more consciously and more directly on the pure soul essence, again, this is the light of our highest expression and our highest expansion, the shadows which play themselves out in all these different ways that I've mentioned, through emotional schisms, through fear patterns or sorrows or truths or philosophies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those things, the shadows, take our focus off the light. If we, if we focus more on the... Oops. So it takes the focus off our light, and they therefore become shadows in our, our light, They cast their shadow. So it means when we do that, that we we the all that all-powerful, that purest, most perfect, most potent point of power that you hear me say over and over and over again is not usable in its purity in our outer reality. It's we can't use it in in its purity. We can't touch it in its purity. So This is not not about having all of you become completely and totally introverted, focusing constantly on the pure soul essence and ignoring the outer world. We can't do that. We live in the outer world, guys. That is not what is being advocated here. It's just, you know, that's not possible. We live in the world. But, once we understand this concept of shadows and we deal with them we more and more closely will be able to uh, manifest more and more of the purity of the light in our outer reality. Because we'll be able to we'll be standing more and more within the light. Okay, how do we do that? Well, before I get to that, one other thing. And this goes beyond without saying, you know, I'm talking to the choir here. You guys know that we aren't really helping ourselves when we fall into the habit of worry or uh, trying to do for other people what they should be doing for themselves or holding on to various truths in, in whatever fashion or uh, whatever philosophy, um, because I'll tell you why we don't. Do ourselves—it's a disservice to ourselves. We're not doing ourselves any good because, in the light, in that pure essence, again, and I've talked about this back in the beginning when it, the, of this year. In that light, we carry the power of the miraculous, and this brings us back to this whole superhero idea. It is that light that carries the power of miraculous, but it ha—not it, if it's not if we're not connecting to it in its purity and in its potential and its. uh Incredibleness, I don't know, whatever you want to say. Um, as we focus more and more on the light, we become more and more accustomed to this light, to the power it carries. And the light itself then becomes our greatest transformer. Not only for ourselves, but for our reality and for others. This light is, can transform it's so huge. It's so powerful. It is the greatest transformer of our lives. So, what happens is we live so often in the unconscious level, and things are sort of automatic pilot all day long. And uh, out of habit, we just process at the emotional level. Something happens, and we go into the emotional issues. Um, Sometimes we're already full-on into the emotionalizing before we realize, up, oh, we're emotionalizing. It's a shadow. It's pulling our attention away from all that we are. And that's normal. I want you to understand that I'm not saying that anybody here who does that is something weird about them. Excuse me, we're normal. The goal is to keep stepping forward so that we notice that emotionalizing sooner and sooner. And before we get full on in and become the emotion, that's what happens in emotionalizing. We become the emotion. That's who we are. We aren't living out of the purity of of the pure soul essence. We become the emotion. And thus the emotion is casting a very long shadow, has pulled us away completely from the focus, and not doing its big job that it can do to transform our outer reality. So so what we want to do is we want to transform the shadows from within. First we become aware of what's casting the shadow and then we use the pure soul essence light so simple guys to dissolve the shadow or doesn't mean it's going to dissolve the person who maybe is triggering off anxiety for you or whatever. You dissolve your attachment to that event. which the, It's the attachment that's being triggered which causes that event, that person, whatever, to become the shadow. So that's what we do. What we want to do is become conscious that are, 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 are what's casting a shadow. And then we want to move, once we, we become aware, we move into the center of the pure soul essence and we literally use the energy of that pure soul essence to envelop the shadow. Is that easy or what? We want to simply... We're not again. We're not going to destroy the shadow. It isn't about destruction. It's about transformation, and the transformation is ourselves. So we're dissolving. We are neutralizing. We're transforming our viewpoint, or opinion, or the way we are triggered by that. Those people, or events, or situations, or conditions, whatever, however you want to categorize it, whatever it is in the moment it may not even be something triggered. It may be a philosophy that we've held on to. And once we become aware, oh my gosh, you know, I'm really locked in this philosophy. And maybe we we become aware, you know, there's just elements of the philosophy that isn't speaking to me in the same way that it used to. We become aware that, you know, maybe there's more out there. And so if we just become give it a thought, even a possibility that something we're we've locked into that we hold on to is actually holding us back in some way. It is become the boundary between where we are and the expansion that we are moving toward. It creates a block. So once we become aware, we are going to use that pure soul essence light to envelop the boundary, the shadow. However, whatever symbol that you'd like to use, you can use this pure soul essence light to do that. So if something is triggering fear, for example, in you, you send the light to envelop your pure soul essence light. Instead of emotionalizing fear, let's pull it into the pure soul essence and actually use that light to envelop the fear that we're carrying. It just is a powerful tool. Just utilize our focus of attention. We know how important that is. Pull it into our inner reality and allow us to transform our outer reality from within, utilizing that pure soul essence light to do the transforming. And in this way, the more we do it, The more often we think of it, the more aware we become, the more connected we will be to that pure soul essence and all that it is, all that it can be, all that it is bringing to us in our lives and transforming us. Remember, we're not destroying anything, even the fear. We can't destroy fear. We're destroying our attachment to fear related to whatever set that off. We're in the human kingdom. Emotions are part of our reality. We don't destroy the emotions and become automatons or robots. We just destroy, strike destroy, we just dissolve, disconnect, neutralize the attachment to that so that when that event happens again, we have a choice. Do we choose to feel free, fear or do we choose to, to feel curious or do we choose to feel indifferent? Do we choose to feel whatever? We have choice. And that event, that emotion, is no longer casting a shadow on us. Now, because I'm talking to those of you who are, uh, many of you, not everyone, who is, are fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature the i want you guys to be aware that the intensity of the connection of this power and the mirac- uh, of the power of the miraculous is held at a, it's it's at a higher degree of intensity because we have the true soul essence as well okay and this gives us an it's great that we have a little bit of a leg up here, I, you know, I appreciate it, although it seems it seems difficult, of course, and it seems like really, you know, sometimes can we really get there? But actually we do have a, a a leg up and and in fact we all carry sort of a ticket to freedom from the bondage that has been holding us in this state of basically shadow boxing. Because now you're carrying this at a conscious level. And we've already experienced the clearing of our shadows, the first go-around when we were true humans and we were moving up through the human kingdom and moved to graduate into that fifth-dimensional realm. So we've already done it. So we already have the unremembered remembrance And we know that we can draw from the inside the light of the pure soul essence to dissolve the shadows in our lifetime. And higher selves have said often, and I don't know that I say this, uh, but I really wish that I would say it more, say it a lot, um, because when I was reading the information, I discovered this statement and I remember how much it meant to me when I first heard it. Uh, They say, there is no light at the end of the tunnel, that each of us is the light in the tunnel. That's exciting. That is significant. That is mind-boggling brilliant. There is no end of the tunnel. We, Each of us are the light within the tunnel. We don't have to get anywhere to get to the light. We already are the light. We're the light that shines into the darkness. There isn't anything external to us that's going to take away the darkness of our lives. We will each take ourselves out of the darkness by shining our own light. We have to be willing to lay claim to our own power To allow our own light to lead us from the inside out. I think intellectually, many of us, if not all of us, are certainly willing to do that. This isn't often. It's not about willing, but but the conscious mind, the mind level, is different from at the soul level. The soul has all these issues, has all these shadows it's dealing with. And so there's a part of us that finds it difficult to be willing. But at the conscious mind level, I encourage you to own the power, to continue to help yourselves at the soul level remove one shadow after another or dissolve or dissolve the shadows so that the soul level too is more than willing to own itself and claim, lay claim to its own inner power. We're the light, guys, that are going to absor- absorb, we carry the light that's going to absorb the demons of our mind. And I'm sure I've talked to you about the demons of the mind. They're just toxins. They're just things we believe that are no longer valid. I've told you about all that, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to leave it at that. If somebody doesn't understand demons of the mind, it isn't actual demons, it's just toxins of the mind, like anxiety is a demon of the mind, uh, false beliefs, demon of the mind, limited truths, demons of the mind, those kind of things. Uh, it's not evil. It's not bad. It's not like that. The It's just a terminology of things that we don't want. We don't want things that we think, believe, uh, carry from eons of misunderstandings, we don't want those to be operational. So we want to release them and neutralize them and then absorb th- that energy into our light. So we are the light. We are going to be absorbing all the toxins, all the demons of the mind. We want to commit to that. We want to neutralize the and dissolve the, the, the elements in our outer reality, in our everyday world that cast the shadows, whatever they may be. And we will then go on to be the light to assist the, the humanities. Again, we're not going to do it for the humanities. We are not going to become the shadow in the light for any of the humanities. We will present information and opportunity and concepts allow them to learn and grow, be supportive, but allow them to be free to follow their own path from within. So the higher selves are encouraging us to go within, to connect with that internal light as much as we can. Again, we have to live in this world and allow the power that we are to become a more permanent part of our fourth dimensional consciousness our human mind the more we we commit and use the light and focus on the light and recognize when there's shadows in our light and and go in to bring our own light to shine upon the shadows and dissolve them and open our way the more the light will become a consistent place that we live out of in this world we 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 are in okay it will more consistently and more consciously be there and it's one of the reasons that you've heard me say in a lot of shows well wow I you know I do it standing in the line somewhere I do it you know while the showers the hot water is coming into the shower while I'm Unloading the dishes and the dishwasher so that, you know, any downtime, I move into the consciousness of that light. If there's something bothering me at the moment, that's when the light goes out to absorb it. It's very simple, and we're going to do a little bit of an exercise right now to, to help you focus on it. I've given you so many different ways you can use these divine lights, uh, the divine light you carry. This is a very simple one if you want to do something more complex. Trust me, you can do whatever feels right at any particular moment, depending on where you are, the time you have, the issues at hand, etc., etc. But, so the exercise is literally going to give you all some time to just stand in your own light. Just some moments. And I want you, as I introduce this idea, I want you to think about what could be shadows in your life. You don't have to think of 10 or 50. Just think of one or two, maybe three things that come up for you that might be shadows. Again, if let's say it's um, a husband or a wife. Let's say it's a situation at work or uh, a spiritual group that you're a part of, that. you, you you think, you know, is this a shadow? Again, it is not denigrating that those people or that philosophy. It is simply that it is limiting you in your process, in your own light, something or some philosophy that is a shadow for you may not be, it may be that moment of insight that first comes in for other people. And that it's, presenting them concepts, ideas that they hadn't thought of before and it is helping them move forward. They haven't yet locked into it, so it's acting as this inspiration and a stimulator. For you it may not be anymore. So there is everything is neutral. There is no denigration, there's no condemnation on anything as being bad or evil. It's simply how is it relating to you in your life? If it's casting a shadow, we, we want to move in to the pure soul essence light and allow that light to dissolve the shadow for us, our attachment to the shadow. The fact that we've allowed, we're in the process of allowing that shadow to be a shadow in our light. Okay? Now, um... There is this is a this power of the pure soul essence guys. I just want to be really clear. Is not any power that can ever be corrupted. We do not need to have any kind of fear to lay claim to that power. It can't hurt or harm. Can't trespass. It is only in the highest purity that it is working, okay? So at the fifth dimensional level we carry that humanitarian purpose remember that desire to help the four lower kingdoms the humanities maybe in particular because they have a hard road to hoe in this free will kingdom just as we do so we to accelerate their process of evolution their evolutionary process we we've, we've made that commitment by volunteering to return carrying the dual soul nature so we have this Um, this desire at that true soul essence level. So not only do we have the equipment of the pure soul essence, but we have the, in a way, the advantage of the true soul essence because we have a lot of unremembered remembrances. We have the unremembered remembrances of all that we have done uh, before we returned in the fifth dimensional realm. We're also connected 24-7 moment to moment basis not only with a pure soul essence, but also with our own fifth dimensional living beingness that's in the in the fifth dimension. Remember, just an aspect of ourselves was deintensified down. We are connected at all times. We can tap into so much of that wisdom that we carry, so much of the knowledge, the the conscious awareness. So we have a little bit of a leg up, even though it, sometimes it feels like we're, you know, walking through Molasses, and we can barely get ourselves going here. Uh, I totally understand that, and that's okay. I'm just trying to say that there is a lot of help here that we're fortunate to have, and we are the pioneers. So we are being triggered, we are being impressed, we are being um, unconsciously moved. Uh, as long as we agree, we can. We, they can never trespass. But there is this um, triggering to move us forward. Okay, so um, just one sec. Because it's a pre-tape show, I'm able to pause the recording and I just let my cat out of the room. I've got. I'm in my in my bedroom recording this because there's somebody, my assistant is out there working out in my office. So in any case, I'm able to re- pause and record. So I let her out, got a drink of water, and uh, now I can continue with the exercise. So what I want you to do, basically, everybody, is you've had some moments, hopefully, to put together a one, two, or three ideas of possible shadows in your own life. Okay they can be big little it's not important I just want you to become aware uh, and experience the simplicity of what you can do for these shadows okay now I'm going to actually use one as an example Um, use something as an example but because I'm keeping it so simple I am not going to activate the now moment I'm not going to activate the forever now moment we're literally just going to start with the pure essence, and that's what I'm asking you all to do, is whether you've got your eyes open or your eyes shut, I want you to focus on that symbolic sunlight within. I want you to feel the intense power that that divine sunlight that we carry has. Just pulse it or sense it or uh, imagine it to be pulsing that light in through and around the totality of. Of who you are, in through and around the totality of your physical beingness, in through and around the totality of the mind of this life, and all of the etheric bodies you carry with you around your physical body at all time. And I want you to continue to expand it, to move in through and around the totality of your soul. The totality of your soul process. And now in just those few moments, you're standing fully connected to your light. And I want you now to take that light. Imagine one of the shadows that you came up with a little bit earlier. You can use a symbol. You can uh, just imagine the shadow in some some way. If it's an, if it's a, a, a an emotion like fear or uh, shame, you can just use the term. But I now want you to expand that light and move it in through and around the symbol that you're using as the shadow. Okay, I want you to take the light and fully engross, encompass it, have it fully around. Moving in through and around and dissolving that shadow. It's dissolving the attachments that we have to the shadow, the belief systems, the misunderstandings, the, the misinterpretations, the habits, the thoughts, the emotional blueprints. It's dissolving all that is tied up with the allowing that thing that person that philosophy to be a shadow in our lives the example i'd like to get is that you're driving along in your car and some driver comes whip, whipping through trying to beat the light but basically running through the red light almost hits you and Luckily, it doesn't. You reacted fast enough, but it triggers this immense anger. How dare they? What do they think they're doing? This is an emotionalizing situation, and don't we become all caught up in emotionalizing that anger, that frustration, that uh, just resentment and bitterness at that driver. How dare they? And we judge and we attack and we focus on that and we get home and then we tell people about what happened. And this is us living and becoming the emotion. And I want everyone, because we've all gotten angry at drivers, to literally move that shadow into the light. Surround that shadow allow that event to lose its ability to be a shadow in our life, which means we're neutralizing the attachments that we have put on that event. The blame, the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, even the revenge, even rage the anger that we are feeling, the emotions. And if you have any other emotions that come up, I want you to understand that you can throw all of those in as well. It doesn't have to be something I say. Throw in everything. The the fear of the sense of powerlessness, the sense of helplessness, the whole idea of being vulnerable to the shoe-dropping, or something hitting us out of left field. The total being unaware makes us feel helpless and vulnerable. I want all of those things to be thrown into that pure soul essence light. You don't have to name them even. You can literally just surround that kind of event with the light. The light knows what to do. The light knows what kind of attachments we have. But there's nothing wrong either with you simply whatever you come up with throwing it in there there's nothing wrong with that either but you don't have to do it there's things known and unknown we just want the light from within to dissolve the attachments whatever we might have for that kind of event the unexpected the life-threatening event whether it's a car that almost hits it having gone through a red light, hits us having gone through a red light, or any other kind of life-threatening event. And slowly but surely you're expanding the light to encompass not just one specific example, but anything and everything that could cast that shadow, that could create those kind of emotions for us. In this way you're expanding the dissolving of the shadows in your light you're moving it from one example to the many to the general and just keep doing that. Remember, claim the power. Claim and own the power of your pure soul essence. You are the power of the miraculous. When we claim the power, there'll be no stopping us. You can continue to use the light to encompass any other shadow that you have thought of or have uh, want to bring into the light. there are many possible shadows. And it would be very interesting to have people write me and suggest, or not suggest, but to share some of the shadows that came up for them. Because this is a process of becoming aware of shadows and how they operate in our life. How is it that we hold back our own unfoldment, our own connection from healing from within? A lot of it, the first step is always the awareness. So I would love to have anybody email me with ideas that came up for them as you're doing this process during your day. I would love that. Again, it's Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. Let me know and I'll share it on air. And trust me, if if it's something that you found interesting and insightful for you in your own life, others will be able to relate to it. So much of what we carry, everybody carries. Different details, different degrees, plays out in different ways because we're all snowflakes, but we all are part and all have the human condition. We've all shared so many similar types. There's virtually, the higher selves tell us, there's virtually no new events they're just events that are replaying over and over and over again. They might have new details, and they th- we think they're new, but in essence, the essence of them is not new. For a long time in the world, many lives we've traveled, there were no cars. So we might think, well, road rage, okay? We haven't had cars in so many lives, so isn't this a new event? If this is the first life we've been in where there were cars, well, no, because the essence of the event is something coming out of life left field being life-threatening and generating the tremendous fear and then rage, whatever. Those kind of events we've experienced in virtually every life and multiple times in every life. So, no, there is no new event. The details may be unique, but not the essence of the event. Just one sec. As I close down this pre-tape show, I want you all to just commit to yourself. Again, I keep um, encouraging you. Commit to the self. Commit to becoming connected to your pure soul essence. And at the end of each of these shows, I'll say if you do nothing else, and I recall that I said this for the Higher Heart Consciousness show, the desire of uh, the... The show that was about the innate desire to love and be loved, and I talked about the importance, I say at the end of the show, if you don't do anything else but this, you're going to tremendously help yourselves. Well, let me tell you, that's what the higher selves used to say to us. We have so much ability, so many avenues, so many techniques that we can utilize to Move and unfold in accelerated ways to bring in the joy and the balance and the health and the healing and the outer realities that we so want. We have so many techniques that we can use. So it sounds a little confusing when I say that because I'm going to say if you do nothing else and you just resonate with this process and this is what you do several times a day, several times a week, you are going to greatly accelerate and help yourselves move and become and live out of this inner reality, the true soul essence, the true pure soul essence that you are, you're going to be living out of that within this fourth dimensional human realm that we all are in. And the more we do that, the better the better our lives will become, the quicker our lives will unfold in this way, and we'll be more and more and more and more in touch with the purity of who we are, more able to own it, to accept it, to utilize it, to utilize it in its clarity. So the Higher Salves are indicating that the the exercise is done. Uh, it's very simple. I explained a few things. I took longer, but you can do it for just you know a minute, 30 seconds, a minute and a half. I do it at the gym when I'm on the elliptical. I'm utilizing, and I do different exercises. I haven't stuck on one because as I talk about one, or I know I'm going to talk on one, I will utilize it over and over again so that I have some experience with it and feel comfortable with it and allow it to make sense to me Uh, so it's not just words, but I'm experiencing it before I share it with you all. So I do shift around, but you don't have to. If you think, oh, this is just whatever, and you, you might not resonate with it as much as the one on the higher heart consciousness, use the higher heart consciousness one. They all work, they're all divine, they all work in our highest ideal. They're all gonna help accelerate our movement forward, all of them. So the higher selves just encourage as always that we make the commitment to ourselves and that we start to claim all that we are inside. Again, there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. We are the light. We are always the light in the tunnel. And the more we use the light, the less of a tunnel it will be. In fact, it will become—we will become that light—and operate out of that lighted place all the time. Okay. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye for this week. I will have another P tape show next week for next week, uh, which I haven't done yet. But um, I just wish you all the best and appreciate this opportunity as always to be part of this community. Again, please contact me if you have any questions, any comments, any needs for healing, uh, healing requests, any ideas, sharing any of your experiences. For any reason, contact me and I will get back to you. I am going out shortly to uh, my, my life is very busy over the next three weeks, but I will get back to you. And so that will happen. Don't feel like I'm ignoring you in any way, shape or form. If I don't respond in, in a day, it might take me a couple of days, I have two days of travel to and from Panama, for example, I won't be on the internet those two days either way. So there, there's going to be times where I cannot, um, access, uh, the email and times where, um, even if i can't access it i'll be busy doing stuff because i'm traveling so the 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 fact of the matter is i really welcome all of you to to continue to give and be part of this community and be part of this superhero school okay all right i really love you guys bye for now